There we go. Hello, guys. Are you ready? You ready to do this? I'm excited. We got Brent here. We got Wes here. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. 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 That's a great tune you chose there. That's a little Ronald Jenkins classic right there. Really? It's been a while. Going back to our roots yep. with that one. Mm-hmm. We have an open mumble room, too, but only just uh, just a few brave souls in the mumble room right now. Hello, mumble room. How you guys doing? Just just Mini Mac, Bearded Tech in there. We got a couple hey, listeners. Hey, hello. Hey, Mini Mac. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. So Bearded Tech wanted to just join us uh, right now. He was just eating something, but he <laughs> will be here. It's dinner time for some people. Uh, it's on, dinner time for some people. Some people's bedtime. On the West Coast, we're still actually an hour before it's quitting time. So it's, you know, what we, we actually want to do more of these streams going forward. Uh, and we would try to do them at different times. So hopefully we'll find something that works for everybody. Now, something new we're trying for this stream is we're putting the Matrix chat up on the screen. Just as an experiment. It's just a rough test. So if you're an IRC lover, don't worry, it's not done yet. We still have more work to do before we can make that transition. Uh, but we do have it up on the screen today. So part of the Bitcoin giveaway that we're doing in a little bit will require that you join our Matrix server. So hopefully that works. We'll see. You know, it uh, it's under a lot of load because the community has been growing like crazy. But uh, that's going to be one of the things required. So go to joinmatrix.org to get information on that. But we'll have more details soon. We have a lot to do today. We've got a special guest joining us. We've got a Bitcoin giveaway to get people started on their boost wallets. We've got an AMA to do. All of that. So let me start by thanking Linode for sponsoring this. They made they made this possible. They helped out. So go to linode.com slash Jupiter. That's right. Linode.com slash Jupiter. And give them a big Thursday thank you for helping us out with this live stream. You know, support these streams by visiting linode.com slash Jupiter. Or you can do it after the fact, too, if you're not watching live. Linode's what we really use to run everything that we've built in the last two and a half years. And man, have we been using the crap out of Linode recently. It's so great how flexible it is. We try different storage systems, local disk versus object storage versus volumes. And we've really been throwing everything at our matrix system recently. And the flexibility of Linode and the capability to do a quick snapshot before we make some kind of devastating change. It's a real peace of mind because people take the matrix server pretty serious now. You know, we've created a valuable community resource, and so we don't want to screw it up. And so it's really nice to have some of the flexibility of Linode's backup and snapshot and storage systems as we're experimenting with different stuff, or to be able to just add and resize disks and RAM and stuff like that. They make it all really straightforward. And the performance is always top-notch. And they've been rolling out MVME storage, and I didn't even know they were doing this until I was in the Linode dashboard the other day. But they're upgrading some systems to the MVME storage for free. For total, like, they're just like, push this button if you want to migrate to MVME PCIe super fast storage. <laughs> it's so great. Linux users, I think, really can tell that the company loves and gets Linux. I mean, that's why they got into the business. And now, 19 years later, they're just the best place to host a portfolio or something that's going to be able to handle millions of users. So support this here stream. Maybe help us uh, secure future stream support and get yourself a $100 credit to try out Linode. That's a great deal. Linode.com slash Jupiter. And thanks to Linode for sponsoring this stream. All right, so we're going to do the uh, giveaway, but there is like 
a series of things that I want to give you time to set up because you're going to have to get an app. You're going to have to get Matrix. And also, it's not necessarily a bad idea to get in the mumble room just in case, like, the Matrix takes a cramp or something goes wrong. Voice communications is always, you know, the best. But additionally, when it comes to AMA time, you could always ask your question right there in the mumble room. So, and it's like a super low latency, high fidelity, you know, feed of the live stream right in your ears. That's true. That's always a really good point. It's like the lowest latency, highest quality audio stream you can get. Linuxunplugged.com slash mumble for the details on that. Hey, I like that. Confetti effects on the chat room. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> That's pretty great. So, Tim there just made confetti happen in our uh, Matrix chat room. So to get on there, uh, you can go to... Go, well, first, just go get the Element chat client if you don't have it yet. Element.io slash personal. And you can also get Element on Flathub if you've got the Linux desktop, which I hope you do. And then you can get set up and going pretty quick. And uh, you want to search for... I mean, I'm trying to think of the best way to walk people through this. But you want to you want to look for our Jupyter Broadcasting server. So here's what I'd like people to do. Start getting set up, and we'll start taking questions on how to do this. The IRC room is still being monitored, so if you want to pop in the embedded chat and ask your question before you get into Matrix, I'm going to keep an eye on that. But uh, what I would do is I would go to uh, element.io slash personal and then create an account on matrix.org and then connect to the jupyterbroadcasting.com server. And it's uh, we have a JB chat room over there. Now, that's a lot. So we're going to chat about a few things while you guys get that going. And uh, then we'll check back in and see how everybody's doing. So I thought maybe, maybe we worth, cover. Maybe worth just saying, too, if you don't, you know, whatever, you, you don't feel quite ready to, to invest in the whole Element client. Like there's also the uh, Element web client, which is, works pretty darn well. So it's like app.element.io, I think. Great point, Wes Payne. That is a great point, Wes Payne. That is a great point. I use that all the time. It's basically the same thing, right? It is uh, app.element.io. And then you can... Uh, you could actually connect to colony.jupiterbroadcasting.com and create an account if uh, you'd like to do that. But I would actually recommend a matrix.org account. So that way, if we ever screw up our <laughs> matrix server, I think you know what I'm saying. I think you know what I'm saying. So before we get to that, Brentley, why don't you share with the class some of the various things you've been working on for GitHub on GitHub for Jupiter Broadcasting, you know, for like uh, issue tracking and whatnots? Yeah, we decided to... <clears throat> I guess, get the community and ourselves more involved in tracking down a bunch of bugs in our various systems. But that also includes just organizing our time. And uh, Wes had a great idea of trying this on GitHub, um, which I'm not that familiar with. So it was also a great opportunity for me to kind of sink my teeth into GitHub. And I got to say, I've been sort of playing around with it. You guys must have noticed for the last few days. And there's some cool stuff happening there. So... Uh, uh, for our Nix challenge, Nix OS challenge, there's a bunch of discussions happening there and screenshots being shared and stuff, which is great. Um, but for other parts of JB, um, we have put in some issue trackers. I don't think we quite switched them to public just yet, mostly because I wanted the you, you both gentlemen to look over it before before we do that. Uh, make sure I didn't really screw something up. And I imagine we'll have um, but, a little bit of both, right? Some stuff that's public, some stuff that's just like internal tracking stuff for us. Yeah, which is which is really great. And it's great for us because it's all in the same place with the same interface, which I, I've been really enjoying. I think the key um, thing is so, we need to put like really incendiary things in our private stuff. So that way, if we ever accidentally oh yeah. flip it public, it's super embarrassing. 
yeah, passwords in there and everything, right? Yeah, that's a If you don't have pressure to keep a secret, you're never going to manage to. Right. That's right. You got to make <laughs> I want to be like waking up at 3 a.m. worrying about that somehow I toggle the public. Yeah. Right. Yep. Stay you both holy. sound like experts. So I think, uh, yeah, we'll probably flick that um, public, I don't know, maybe even today, maybe tomorrow. And uh, I'm hoping that we can uh, get a bunch of stuff happening there, a lot of buzz going on, and hopefully help us fix a bunch of problems. Um, I know, Chris, you're excited about maybe having some listeners and community members help us tackle certain issues that we're having, uh, where they might have some expertise. Definitely that, or even just maybe they observe something that we don't notice because, you know, we're kind of close to the sun as it is. So we we have our own list. Boy, do we have a list. But, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> yes. we're not on the outside, so it's like we don't interface with it externally the way the audience does, so they may catch something from their perspective that we haven't considered. Yeah, we do get quite a bit of feedback um, about these kind of things when they happen. I know there's been one around memberships and the boosts that has been mentioned a few times that we still have to figure out. Um, but I think that's actually a really nice place to send people to, to um, I guess, key us into little bugs that are happening for them or like jblive.fm. Uh, did we get that running again? I don't know, actually. I said I put a ticket in. Probably uh, yeah. not. Probably not. I, uh, yeah, he's so probably, he's probably going there. It's probably BSD now. <laughs> I put an issue in our, uh, in our bug tracker there you for go. that. And I, there you go. I tagged Wes because I figure he can fix it. And Wes, fix it. Fix it. All right. So if anybody's having, so I think some people may be having problems joining Matrix, which I expected. That's why we're taking our time with this. We're not in a rush. That's why we're here. So uh, probably if you'd be willing to join the mumble room and help us diagnose, that'd probably be the most effective approach. So, uh, again, linuxunplugcom slash mumble for that information. And then also, if you're just like a like a total noob to Matrix and you're kind of curious about, like, what's the difference between running your own server versus using a Matrix.org account or how do you join other rooms or all that, or why even use Matrix over something like Telegram, if you've been wondering about that stuff, go to joinmatrix.org. It's a kind of recent website that's pretty concise. And it kind of walks you through that basic kind of stuff that I think is pretty reasonable to ask. Uh, they call it a platform for the people by the people. They say, imagine a place where you are welcome to be yourself, where you have control of your data and where you can talk more privately while also allowing you to socialize with others. And that's really kind of key, right? Because you have these public rooms that are unencrypted. And then you have these private rooms that are encrypted right next to each other in one interface. It's really great. And I've been using Matrix more and more the last few weeks just because it's really grown. I think we have nearly 2,000 users, not necessarily all with accounts on our server. I think it's probably less than half the people have accounts on our server. We haven't gotten the numbers yet, but I would guess 30% maybe create accounts on our server, maybe less. Um, and then there's a real high mix of people that have a matrix.org account or they have created like a, um, a home server that they just use for themselves. But Wes, yeah, you know, we were we were doing some troubleshooting and upgrading and maintenance and uh, all manner of things to the server. And as part of that, in the logs, we got to see like a, a partial list of all the various names of the home servers connected in. It's it <laughs> yeah. an amazing, diverse, hilarious, clever list of host names that the audience has. 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, we had a good chuckle at a lot of them. <laughs> it's really funny, too, because I didn't realize it kept a list, but uh, it, what were we looking at? We were looking at my login session. We were watching my login session sync down, so it's like people who have PM'd me. It's not the contents of the message, but it's the domain name of their matrix server, and there's a lot of really good ones in there. A lot of people, I think, are just experimenting and trying this. Uh, we've been looking at ways of adding capacity. We're trying to quickly. Uh, Wes, you've been digging into workers and, and all of that kind of stuff. What do you feel like is like the last big change you did recently that's probably getting us the most bang for the buck? Mm, well, for the moment, we've turned off uh, use presence uh, on the home server. And then we also set up a, a generic worker. So we've got the main synapse process. And then we've also got a secondary worker. So they can kind of split the load. And the worker can do a bunch of the client and federation things. And synapse can do basically everything else. Yeah, that's so sweet. That is so sweet. Now, if you're chatting, I see people are chatting on YouTube. Hello, everybody, and on Twitch. Okay, all right, good. We're going to get some people joining us in the mumble room in a little bit. Uh, we're not actively monitoring the chats on Twitch and YouTube because we're trying to uh, use the Matrix chat as an experiment today. So what you see up on stream plus the IRC is what I'm monitoring. But, uh, you know, we still, uh, we still glad you're here, even if you're not in one of those chat rooms. And I'll try to check in on the other chat rooms from time to time. Yeah, Wes has been working hard. We're going to talk more about our plans to um, to basically fix the fact that we set this Matrix server up mostly as a science experiment for Linux Unplugged to learn about Matrix and to, to experiment with building a Matrix server and get insights to what that's like. And, uh, <laughs> well, basically, it's turned into something that's actually used in production. And uh, yeah, so now we need to take it a little more seriously is basically where we're at. And we're going to now look at redesigning this thing and making a more production grade setup out of it. And I think we're going to chat a little bit more about that in Linux Unplugged this Sunday. So because we'll have a better idea by then. So we'll get it figured out. So just as a reminder, if you're just joining us, uh, join our matrix system. Probably the most straightforward way would be to go to app.element.io and then create an account on matrix.org. And then uh, join the Jupiter, the Colony.Jupiter Broadcasting Matrix server. You can also create an account on Colony.JupiterBroadcasting.com. It's just uh, not guaranteed to be around forever. So uh, what I started working on this week is the 2022 JB road trip plan. What? This sounds very exciting. <laughs> I am very excited, but I Tell really, us more. you know, I don't know exactly where to go. So it'll be just... Oh, I have one. It'll be a little bit after the East Coast meetups. We'll have just been to the East Coast, because that's coming up. But what do you think, Brent? Well, we've been toying around with the idea of going to see JPL for the last six months or so. Oh, Would that be... Right. Uh, can you're, I put a vote in for that? Hmm. You know, my instinct, despite the, the cost of gasoline and RV parks in California, I was kind of thinking California, because it's been a couple of years. We'll have just been on the East Coast... There's JPL, and we could possibly time it around scale. That would be exciting. I've never been. That might make the most sense. It's like a JB road trip to scale. Oh, right. It's sort of a us coming back to conferences in person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it would be after, isn't, is, is scale, it's like in September maybe? I think it'd be after peak heat, but I can't recall exactly. <laughs> That's what I care about. Did you about. write yourself notes about peak heat last year? Well, I just really don't want to make that mistake again. You were traveling in September, and it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was record-breaking oh. hot. It was. Rubik it was, Man uh, says, how about going to Canada? 
I, yeah. I'd love to go to Alaska, hey. but I think I need a different rig for that. That's what I'd love to do. <laughs> uh, July. So. Uh, oh, okay. So maybe do we not have this? Is this room not open? No, this room should be open. Our JB chat room should be open to folks that aren't on. Uh, there's tons of people in there that aren't from our server. But yeah, people just are, someone scroll by there. <clears throat> Some peeps be saying that they uh, are getting like the, nah, you can't come in here, air messages. Nah, you can't come in here, air messages. But I don't see nothing in here that says nothing about nothing in regards to that. But, you know, this is a experiment, as they say. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. What I, I appreciate about this is that we're learning just as much as they Oh, are. yeah. Oh, jeez. I know I'm learning more about workers than I ever wanted to. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you're, you're going to be a Python expert soon. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Who can read history? All right, I'm going to say anyone. Maybe that's what the issue is. is people haven't, maybe it's they need, all right, so I'm changing that to anyone can read history, and perhaps that will change it. All right, continue to try it, my friends. We shall see. Uh-oh. Oh. People are now trying to just sign up to our server to try to solve their problem. <laughs> We got we got more and more people in the old mumble room there. Hello, mumble room. Good to see pu- people coming in. Hello, hello. Just I was just connecting to Elements again, and it takes ages. Yeah. So to connect to JB. Uh, oh, it's horrible. Mumble. Yeah, it's horrible. So you have to boost that server a little bit. I mean, there is that I, company called Linode. You know that one. <laughs> I guess, but I think that that's partly why we're recommending that people um, sign up with Matrix.org. <laughs> uh, it might it might speed that up. Right? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's just uh, so the short version is um, Synapse, the back end of Matrix, is pretty single threaded. So you could have like in our case a six core rig, but it's only using one core. And then what they've done in the last few releases is they have developed this thing called Workers. And there's a lot of different workers. And each worker, um, there's like maybe a category for these workers, you know, a federation syncing, um, all kinds of different stuff, all the things that Matrix is responsible for. And some of them have like, you know, maybe there's like six or seven workers you could configure for federation syncing and federation communications. And each one of those workers requires its own set of configurations. You know, uh, you you look at it and it, it is very possible to split this thing up into a multi-threaded beast of performance, but you're kind of doing all of the plumbing yourself and you can mess that up on a production system and break it. But what Wes did last night, late into the night was uh, do some basic plumbing and what we, we do. We have two workers now, Wes or three workers. I should probably let you talk about the details, but now we have, some workers in there taking the load off of the main thread. Yeah, we did kind of just start in the uh, the plumbing direction. So it's kind of like, okay, can we get from a uh, you know entirely just basically running a database in Synapse to you know having this more split out architecture? Um, so we have not gone all the way down the path that we probably will end up going. So right now, yeah, it's just it's the one sort of original main process that we started with, and then for a bunch of URLs that match regexes that the uh, Synapse project provides, those uh, get filtered out and sent to our, quote, generic worker worker, which can do a whole bunch of the various things that, as you said, that, you know, Synapse has to do to sort of implement the matrix protocol. And then one of the other things we could do is we could start doing more like specific workers to to improve sync time um, and uh, Nginx 
reverse proxies to take uh, the HTTP load off of the main thread. I still think like the bulk of the work is probably being done by the main thread, though. But it's way better. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we can, as you said, you know, we've do got some good number of processors in this box, so there's, I think there's still some room to go in that direction. And we haven't really, you know, gotten as deep into the areas of understanding the actual performance levels of Synapse as well. Like they do, you know, there's a lot of logs that come out of that thing. They've also got uh, some Prometheus metrics that you can hook into. Uh, yeah. There's an admin UI that we want to play with. So there's like a lot of those things. So we're pretty early in the journal of understanding. Yep. Like, how does this thing actually behave now that we have so many people? And when there's so much conversation, you know, it's, you can kind of, like you have to just grep through a lot of stuff to even get to the point of like, can I see myself logging in over here? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, and so we're, we're looking into it and we're also going to look into like hardware changes we could do. Nev suggests that I come to Ohio Linux Fest and tempts me by saying that I could swing by and we could do some work on jupes. That sounds, sounds pretty tempting. Uh, Eric says that scale is July 28th. That's going to be hot. That sounds hot. That sounds, hot. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, sounds really hot. You could always get a passport and come here. Hey, hey hello. Well, can I bring Lady hey, Jupes? Hey. Can I bring Lady Jupes? Does she fly? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not a... Stick some to, floats on it. Are you out walking right now? Paint a picture for us. Yeah, of course. I'm out walking, looking for the foxes. <laughs> haven't seen any yet. It's midnight over there. So I hear sirens and sounds yeah. of London. Downtown London live. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. All right, I think we're getting more people in here. Holy crap, look at all this. All right, anybody in the mumble room having problems getting connected right now? I see we've had some people pile in there. But, oh, good, good. All right, very good. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, everybody. So Eric says that so, he can uh, now see the history with the Matrix account, but he can't actually get into the group and chat. Oh, we got to get in there and chat. Which is very curious. I'm going to need your lightning address to send you sats. So you got to be able to get in there. We mean, yes, you know, so Chris, what just yeah. for a note, I have a lot of new first-timers here on the on-air room, and oh, most great. of them are, in fact... Uh, connected to Matrix. So when it comes to Chris Last Space, mum have a good eye on Matrix. Oh, yeah. Right. Very good. All right, so we do have... So, okay, yeah, look. Okay, I'm going through here. I'm checking the receipts, and here's what I'm seeing. I'm doing the math, and, like, here's Murph in here. Murph's connected from the Matrix.org home server. I'm looking at Austin here. Austin is, like, connected to some custom server. He just logged off. But you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't, you know, now I'm looking at Green Moth there. Green Moth, he's on Matrix.org. So there's propaganda out there that you can't come out, you can't come in. It's, it's propaganda. That's not even real. It may be we have some permission wrong. If any of us uh, are an element expert, <laughs> anybody an element expert that knows the UI, my problem is the damn UI. Here's the thing about Matrix, and I've got to be totally upfront about this. It is still rough around the edges. There are multiple clients in the works. Some of them are like native GTK or Qt. Some of them are Electron as well. It's it's not fully polished. Element is probably the most functional with the biggest team behind it. But as I have started using it more and more over the last few weeks, I've really come to appreciate the interconnected of it. I'm I'm chatting with people on their own home servers. I'm in I'm in assist I'm in a chat with some red red hatters that there's a Red Hat Matrix now. A lot of open source projects have come on. The GNOME developers are all on Matrix now. 
Um, it's getting more and more popular in the free software community. It's also getting more popular in our community. And it's, it's at that stage that, uh, remember how Google plus was like this for a really long time where it was like Linus Torvalds and Greg KH and like really great contributors to your Google plus feed. And it was way better than Twitter. Once the normals got there, that's where matrix is right now. Or it's like Twitter was back in the early days before the normals got there. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's just just it's, nerdy stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's nice, too, because while Telegram is really great for like mobile communication and it has served us super well and we have a Telegram group still going at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash Telegram. The nice thing that Matrix can do is that Discord style or that Slack style individual channels. So, like, you know, all of the coder chat is in the coder radio room. And all of the Linux unplugged chat is in the feedback room and all the Bitcoin stuff's in the Bitcoin room and all the Nix stuff, because we're doing the Nix challenge right now, is in the Nix room. And that's why we sent people to the Nix room and not Telegram, because we, we, what we find is we're, we, like when we have a topic on a show, we're, we're sitting there yucking on a show about something, and then everybody just comes in and they blast the Telegram group, which, fine, we'd like to hear from them, but people in the Telegram group don't necessarily like it, just totally dominating the conversation. So here we can split it off. But because it's decentralized, you can have your own home server. You could be on matrix.org. You could create an account on ours. And when one of them goes offline, your experience continues to go. And there's not anybody that's going to shut us down or anything like that. It's just going to be us, (laughs) if anything. So, uh, yeah, it's still rough. It's not great. But neither was the early Internet. You know, back in my day, the best thing about the early Internet was that Netscape had little stars shooting over the end. And the the rest of it was total junk. Right. I'm telling you, like, it gets better from here. And they've made steady progress on Element. And the fact that they have the web app, too, I don't know. I find that makes it really compelling. I think it makes it really nice because then you can open it up in a tab like I have today and I can just throw it up on the live stream or something. So if you can uh, get that set up. But I'll tell you what, if it doesn't end up working, we also have the IRC as fallback. So don't worry. You'll still get some stats if you want to participate. But we are trying to do it in the Matrix room because we want to experiment with that. Plus, we're honestly, I'm just curious how far we can push this thing because, man, is it on its, on the edge right now. So let's see what happens when a live stream jumps on there uh, and really bangs on this thing. And if uh, yeah, I know one. Go ahead. I know one issue we've had in the past was with latency. And uh, I don't know if I'm seeing that now. So some it's of better. Wes's magic must it, have helped that. It yeah. helped. It definitely helped. I and mean, we have more work to do, but it definitely helped. I think it's uh, it's like it's one of those problems, and I bet you tell me what you think, Wes. But it se- it feels like one of those problems where there's a couple of low hanging fruit things you could do, but the net performance gain is going to be in finding nearly all the optimizations we can take reasonably. Yeah, you know, we just have there's there's so much to learn, and Matrix and, and Synapse have moved so fast, and the just the past few releases, the past year or two since we we started deploying it. Uh, you know, workers coming online, a lot of the docs changing or practices changing or APIs. And um, I think we, we also really need to get familiar with like more of the database schema so we can get our uh, database maintenance on, on point and figure out stuff like um, retention policies and how, you know, what settings need to be tuned, none of which we've really explored. I mean, you know, little pieces here or there, but there's a lot of knobs to turn. As uh, we started looking more and more into it, I was like, you know what this feels like? 
It feels like it's as complex as Exchange was. It's like learning Exchange 5.5 and Exchange 2003. It feels like running an Exchange server, which is not necessarily a good thing. Um, I don't know. I should probably just mention that we have the April 9th meetup just around the corner. I've actually got my my bags to start packing. So uh, that is just around the corner if you are in that neck of the woods, April 9th. Now, okay, here's the giveaway details. Here's what you need to know. You need to get in our matrix room. We have the JB chat, the general chat room. You can grab our mumble details at linuxunplugcom slash mumble if you've got any questions about that. And here's the other critical piece. You need a new podcasting app. You need a podcasting 2.0 app that has the lightning wallet. So you can go to newpodcastingapps.com. That's newpodcastingapps.com. And you get yourself a new podcast app. I really like Fountain FM because it has an Android client and an iOS client. But if you're just on iOS, Castomatic is great. It has CarPlay and uh, it's iOS specific. I've been enjoying Fountain FM. It has a unique UI where they surface clipped podcasts. They really focus on the clips. And uh, I've actually discovered a couple of new podcasts that way. So that's what I've been enjoying about Fountain. You'll get one of these apps and then you'll have a lightning wallet in there. In Castomatic, you have to subscribe to a podcast and you have to actually bring up the play page. And the, in the little boost area, there's a gear icon to get your wallet. On Fountain FM, the wallet's pretty obvious. But here's what I'd like you to do is go get one of these apps. Pick the one that works best for you. There's some web apps as well at newpodcastapps.com. Locate your Lightning payment address because you're going to invoice me. And I'm going to I'm going to send you a thousand sats. <laughs> so you got to get this invoicing thing, thing figured out. And then you send me it and I will pay it. And that'll get your wallet set up with a thousand sats so you can start boosting podcasts that support value for value and get you going out there. So you'll, either one of those apps or the web apps can do this for you. So go get that now, newpodcastapps.com. Fountain FM is the one I've been recommending. And while you guys get that set up and you get in the matrix room, I kind of have a nice treat for us. Something I had a, I had a just one of those opportunities, something just kind of clicked. And I got to sit down with the developer of Fountain FM, uh, Oscar Mary, who's also in London, and uh, he joins us now. So I got to start with what is probably the number one question on my mind. Uh, I think Fountain is one of the more exciting apps in a while. And when I started going through it, I realized this is actually a pretty complicated app that has a lot of screens, that does a lot of things. This is a huge project. And I bet a lot of people who use a podcast app kind of think it's a simple thing. Oh, it's no big deal. It just pulls down the RSS feeds and plays an MP3 file. How hard could that be? Why did you want to take on a crazy project like this when there's a pretty good handful of podcast apps out there now yeah it's a great question so i think i'm a massive fan of podcasts and one of the things that i have a strong belief in is that there's incredible insight and wisdom that's locked away in podcast content and there's a few issues with the format in the sense that number one most people that are really into podcasts um just have too many in their feed to to even listen to. So I probably have about eight to 10 hours of podcast content that shows up in my feed every single day. And I'm never going to be able to get to that content 
Um, but there's probably incredible stuff in there that I'd love to listen to. So one of the things we're trying to do with Fountain is actually make it easy for listeners to actually surface the best moments in the episodes and share those moments with um, their friends, family, or just people that they know. So what we've done is we've given the listener the ability to create and share clips within Fountain. And we've done this by using the actual um, word-by-word transcript such that you don't have to mess around editing an audio wave on your mobile device where there's not much screen. You can actually just select the text of the transcript that you want and that makes it much much easier to actually create a clip we also have social features on fountain which means that if you follow me on fountain and i create a clip you'll see that um, appear on your home screen the next time you open the app Um, so yeah we're really just trying to solve the problem of allowing people to surface the best moments from podcasts just because we we believe that um yeah there's so much great content out there and and another another example of this is the back catalog right if you discover a new uh show you know some a lot of shows have hundreds of episodes in the back catalog like how are you supposed to go back through that and figure out what a good episode might be well what we also have on fountain is clip playlists so you can actually take clips that either you've created or someone else has created, stick them in a playlist, and then people can go and browse those. And if they find a clip that they like, which might be a minute long, they can then go and click through to the episode and listen to the full episode. So yeah, we're trying to um, make it easier to discover and share great moments from podcasts. Well, I love that. Obviously, as a longtime podcaster, I felt like the shareability of YouTube videos really, really showed us where podcasting was lacking in a feature. And I think what you guys have done with the the share feature, the clip feature, is it's nice. You know, it has the album art on there. It has waveform on there. It looks it looks presentable like you could actually share it on social media or YouTube or you could just listen to it in the app. And I like that. But you said something in there that I wanted to ask you further about. Um, you mentioned that you're enabling this with transcripts. So is the app doing transcript on device? Is that happening in the cloud? Uh, is that part of the new podcasting 2.0 spec? Like, how is that being done? Because this is like one of those out there early features that Fountain has. It seems like all apps are going to want to have this one day. Yeah, 100%. So right now we are actually using a commercial transcription service. Uh, We're doing that in the cloud. And the reason we're doing that is because we need a special format of transcript that actually has the word by word uh, timestamps. And that's what allows us to give the listener the ability to just select the bits of text they want. You can even edit out you know, sentences if you want to make a more succinct clip, which we think is really important. Because again, if you if you have a two hour long podcast episode, um, when somebody is saying something, they're assuming the the that the person hearing what they're saying has heard the previous thing. So sometimes it's useful to cut up the clip a little bit. So yeah, we're using a commercial transcription service. It does cost us, and that's why if you create a clip on Fountain, you will see that there's a slight delay as we process that transcription. We do hope to get the word by word. Uh, timestamp format in the actual uh, open standard such that podcast hosts can actually add that. And then, yeah, any app will be able to to use it. Yeah, that was my next thought. It's like that, if that became a universal thing and more podcast apps took advantage of that, I would start feeling compelled as a podcaster to start coming up with a way to automate transcriptions. It's something we've talked about 
as a group for a long time, but there's just never really been the right technology. So I love the clips, uh, and I, I think it was a bold choice for the app to open up to the Discover page uh, that shows clips right away. Because I have to say, as a, a new user at first, I was like, oh, I don't want this. I want my podcast. Until the day I actually discovered a new podcast from the clips. And then I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. But that's still like that's a you're really putting this clip feature and this social aspect of it pretty front and forward. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's definitely a lot of users have, you know, asked, I would love to have the podcast uh, tab as as the first as the default tab. I think the way we think about it is over time, as we, um, you know, build up the social graph a little bit right now, if you're a brand new user, you're not going to be following anyone. And you know, that you're just going to get popular clips, which may not interest you. But I do think over time, it's actually fascinating to get that window into someone else's podcast listening because podcast listening is actually quite a, um, you know, it's quite an individual thing. You listen to podcasts normally on your own and even your closest friends and family, you won't necessarily know what they're listening to uh, or what they've listened to this week or anything like that. And it's actually fascinating to just, yeah, get that window into what other people have found interesting that week and, and what they've clipped. Yeah. Like, and there is there is just so many podcasts out there. Uh, it really makes discovering a new podcast difficult. And the best way is the best signal is when somebody, you know, or somebody you follow says, Hey, this is worth a listen. Like that's, that's the most valuable kind of endorsement in podcasting there is. And it, so it's cool to see it baked in. One thing is that right now in every single podcast app, really the only way that you can listen to an episode is if you follow the show. And there's a lot of shows out there that I'm just not going to be interested enough in that topic to actually follow and want to see every episode that comes through the feed. But that doesn't mean that, you know, if there's one particular episode that's incredible and is about a story that actually does interest me, that doesn't mean I don't want to listen to that one episode, maybe. And by seeing the signal from somebody that you follow, but they've created a clip or maybe, you know, maybe they've boosted it uh, a certain amount. Um, that's a great signal for me to go and look at that episode and maybe add it to my feed just individually. Yeah, it's a whole new kind of metric, and it's way more valuable than anything else I've ever had for discovering podcasts. At first, I was sort of resistant to the whole social aspect of it. I'm like, no, this is a private thing. And I initially, I just used the app that way. But then when I started telling the audience about it and they started following me, I started realizing, oh, they might actually be interested in some of the clips I want to share and stuff like that. And so it kind of it really opened my, my eyes to it. But you said something there I want to talk about now. The other really cutting edge feature you're doing here uh, is value for value support with boostograms and lightning payments. That actually, I think, is maybe one of the biggest leading features of Fountain because it creates a real incentive for people to start sharing the app. So did you get into Fountain with the idea to implement lightning from the very get-go, or did that come along as you were looking at compelling features? Yeah, so it, it we didn't actually have that idea at the start. We started with the problem of how do we surface the best moments from podcasts that, that I've already talked about. Um, but one of the interesting things was I've been a massive believer in Bitcoin for many, many years, and I've followed it very closely. And so when we uh, started following what Adam and Dave were doing with Podcasting 2.0, as soon as we saw the uh, value for value uh, spec in there and saw what was happening with the Lightning Network, especially with the adoption that we've seen over the past couple of years, 
Um, it was an absolute no-brainer for us, and we made a decision very quickly to double down on it and make it like a key uh, feature of Fountain because, yeah, we think that, I mean, personally, we believe it's the future of, uh, you know, the, the world's monetary network. And, you know, we've seen in the past six months, Cash App have rolled it out to all of their U.S. users. So it this thing is this thing is growing um, every month, and I think it's something that uh, apps, not just in podcasting, but you know, many more apps that are on your phone are going to have some kind of lightning aspect to them in the future. If I were starting Jupiter Broadcasting today, I absolutely would be really focused on this because one of the things you can do with the spec is you can do splits. So I could have a little bit of each boost go to my co-host. I could have it go to my editor. I could have it go to my hosting provider. I can have it go to the index. I can have it go to you. It's, it's, it's such a um, it, a essentially automatic system. B fully transparent because it's all documented right there by the host, by the audience. Like it, the contract is the code, and it means that we can incentivize hosts to really spend time, like take hours out of their week to work on this overtime. Like, I think it's going to be huge for future shows. And I, I wondered, have you really, Oscar, have you grasped like the depth of enablement this could be for the medium? Like this, I think, is maybe bigger even than podcasting. Yeah, 100%. It's incredibly exciting. And I think the splits is one of the most powerful features of the value block. And it's it hasn't even... You know, especially the episode level splits haven't even really been adopted uh, that much at this point because it, this is all very new. You know, to to uh, your average podcaster that maybe doesn't know much about Bitcoin or Lightning, maybe doesn't know much about tech, it's already a big ask um, to try and convince them to you know Lightning enable their show, create a podcaster wallet. Like that's the first step. And then to start talking about, okay, episode level splits and, you know, different lightning node pub keys in the splits for different guests and, and producers, you know, th there's a lot in here, but 100%, I agree, agree with you. Over time, there's so much creative, um, there's so many creative things we can actually do with the splits. So for example, one of the things that I, I think about a lot is if you're interviewing someone on your show that has an amazing cause or an amazing open source project or whatever it is, you can actually say to your audience who you've built up all of this trust with over the years as a podcast host, you can say to them, hey, guys, if you want to support this um, cause, you don't have to do anything different to what you already do. Just send a boost and, you know, 50%, 60% or 100% will go to that guest and, and support that cause. So I think there's so much we can do there. Yeah, that is, that's my dream is I, I believe that, and I, I think a lot of people who are involved in podcasting 2.0 probably see this as well. I think the podcasting landscape is shifting for independent content. 50% um, of weekly listeners are now consolidated into just four or five podcast apps. It's getting really, it's getting really thick out there. And then you combine like some censorship issues that can crop up because things change over time. And this value for value model solves all of that. And the lightning payment system is the missing piece that I think was, was always kind of necessary. Uh, I have, you know, I've seen a lot of resistance to PayPal and other systems like that. So that's really exciting. But and I think it's huge and I think it could be ginormous for free software, because imagine if the JB audience over time, you know, we get two or three thousand, four or five thousand people or more on the Lightning Network. And then the VLC app 
comes online or OBS comes onto the Lightning Network. Like they're going to immediately have support. It's going to be huge. The network effect is going to be valuable. But it seems like the tricky part is getting people on board right now. This is the number one thing that is tricky because if you've never bought Bitcoin, if you've never got into this ecosystem at all, but now you feel compelled to support, how do you even solve this problem for most people, Oscar? Because it's very complicated. It involves multiple apps and identifying yourself to some financial services in some cases. It's a thick, tricky process right now. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely the biggest problem now that's limiting adoption. And yeah, it's a struggle. I think a couple of things. So I'll explain how we recommend you get started in a second. But first, I'll just say that what gives me optimism around this problem is that it's not just fountain. It's not even just podcasting 2.0. It's not even just podcasting that's going to be trying to solve this problem. Every single app is adopting lightning. And so, yeah, Cash App just onboarded 65 million people in the US who now have access to lightning on their, their main, you know, payment app. So these onboarding challenges are being solved, not even by us. Every month, a new company will add an integration. And so eventually we'll get to the point where, you know, someone will see a lightning invoice. Um, in an app and they'll just instantly know yeah okay i know how to do that and the app to app integrations will uh, start being offered as well so you don't even have to copy the lightning invoice across you can just say pay with lightning and it will just open up cash app give you a confirmation and you're done and the thing i think to stress there too is it's an open network so if you buy something if you buy bitcoin in the cash app you can move it to the fountain app or or if you want to take some money out of your fountain app you could move it back to another app because it's all an open protocol and an open network Exactly, which is the amazing thing about it, which, you know, it drives competition. It means that at the end of the day, the consumer's going to have a better experience because they can always just move their funds to any app. Um, so it's so easy to switch between services. Yes. Oh, finally. So now, how, how are you recommending people get on board right now? Like, what has been the smoothest process that you've seen? Yeah. So right now, what we recommend is, so you've downloaded the Fountain app and you want to get some Bitcoin, some sats in Fountain for the first time. What we recommend is using an app called Blue Wallet, which is available internationally. And on Blue Wallet, you can actually buy Bitcoin with Apple Pay. So that's like the easiest way to do it. Download Blue Wallet buy Bitcoin on the Lightning Network with Apple Pay, and then you can transfer it back into Fountain. Um, again, it's still quite a convoluted process, and we're hoping to, uh, at some point, have the ability to actually, you know, what I'd love is the ability to buy Bitcoin within Fountain. But once we offer that, we go down a path of, you know, financial regulations and all of that, which at the end of the day, we are a podcast app. So I don't think we want to be doing that. Yeah, that can get pretty tricky pretty quick. Um, and, you know, the, the great thing about it is people could go the traditional route. You know, like you said, they could go Blue Wallet. Uh, in the U.S., I've been telling people Strike is a really easy way to do it. Those are traditional financial apps. Yeah, Strike's great in the U.S. Yeah. Um, but you could go the route of, like, meet a guy in an alley and, you know, sell him, sell him some, straight some cash for Bitcoin. Like, there's, there's the whole spectrum of options uh, for w ways people could go. But... I, I personally think it would be incredible to do like either a Google Pay or an Apple Pay in the Fountain app to charge up the wallet. But I totally get, you know, maybe why you'd want to avoid that. The other thing, too, is I kind of I kind of consider a lightning wallet like a checking account. Like I don't keep very much in there. I keep like a spending amount of money in a 
in a Lightning Wallet. And Blue Wallet is a fantastic app because if later on you want to go to the self-hosting side of Bitcoin, maybe deploy like Umbral or something like that, it's real easy to connect that Blue Wallet app up to a self-hosted Umbral box too. So <laughs> I love it for that kind of stuff. All right. So we've talked about the clips and we've talked about the transcription that's in the clips and we've talked about boostograms. Can we just kind of spend a minute on comments? Because these just recently rolled out in the app. And this is also kind of like an area of a lot of debate right now in podcasting 2.0. Is should we use lightning for comments or activity pub or or whatever? And Fountain is, has pushed ahead and gone right to lightning comments. So now when someone sends a boost, unless they choose it to be private, that boost will actually show up uh, in the podcast when you're listening. You can see other people's boosts now. Uh, and I think this has the potential to kind of create like a new cross-app comments platform. Yeah. So for me, I have a very strong belief that making boosts public, obviously with the user's consent, adds so much to the podcast listening experience for a few reasons. First off, I talked earlier about how we're enabling listeners to create clips so that you, as a listener, get a signal about which episodes are actually valuable to go and listen to. Well, viewing somebody else's boost is an even better signal, potentially, because not only does it have a comment, probably thanking the host for the episode or, you know, asking a question or clarifying something, that's a signal about how good that episode was. But because it, there's a financial value attached to that comment, that's an incredibly even higher signal. So, for example, if I follow you on Fountain and I, I know that your average boost is around 2,000 sats and then one day I see you pull out a 50,000 sat boost on an episode... I'm going to think to myself, hold on a minute, and, and a really long comment saying, oh my God, thank you so much. This episode was incredible. I learned so much. I'm going to think to myself, okay, hold on a minute. This is an episode that I need to go and pay attention to. So maybe I'll click through to the episode screen. Maybe I'll read some of the other boosts. And that, at the end of the day, is just going to drive discovery for the podcaster and a better listening experience for the listener. So that's why we believe that having boosts public and Allowing interaction through Lightning is, yeah, that's why we think it's so good. I know there is some contention around, you know, which is the right protocol to use for cross-app comments. And I, I would also say that we're open to, you know, trying out different things and combining protocols. I think the reason we went ahead and just, you know, put this out there was just to test it. Um, we've been testing it for a few weeks in beta and people were loving it. So, yeah, I personally, I think it just makes the listener experience better and also drives discovery for the podcaster and helps them get paid more as well. Because if you go onto the episode screen and you see that the top boost is for 50,000 sats, are you going to boost 500 or are you going to boost close to, closer to 50,000? So at the end of the day, podcasters, if you publicize the top boost, you're going to get paid more. Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. So I've I've been I've switched over. It is now my primary app. And so I get now I got to do the thing where I ask for that one specific feature that I want. Um, but I actually have heard from a couple of members in the audience too. Uh, how far off or even likely is something like CarPlay support and Android Auto for Fountain? Yeah, so CarPlay is actually our number one requested feature. Um, and so it will be coming soon. Um, we've actually done a little bit of work on it. Um, but what we found was um, 
Oh, what was it? Um, yeah, I'll just say it's coming very soon. And yeah, I would also say if anyone's listening who, you know, has tried out Fountain and, you know, wants something or wants something changed, like we're really open to just, we're going to build whatever people want, basically. So please do, we have an, a built-in feedback tool in the app, so you can use that. Or you can just send me an email, oscar at fountain.fm. And yeah, we've, we've got a lot coming, but CarPlay is definitely on the roadmap and should be available soon. That's exciting. I, I was hoping that would be the answer. Well, Oscar, thank you so much for the hard work. Thank you. Anyone else who's involved? I'm not sure if, there's, if it's a big team or not or a small team, but uh, thank you regardless. It's been a long time since I've had a podcast app I'm this excited about. So keep up the great work and we'll be sending people to Fountain. It's great. All right. I see people getting in that matrix room. Look at everybody showing up. Excellent. Very good. All right. So get your app. I also I also have to say I really like Castomatic too. If you go to newpodcastapps.com and you filter on the boost, you'll see there's even some decent web apps, which I never really considered using to listen to podcasts um, at first. Oh, that's an idea. Yeah. But you know what? Like I, like a part of a thing, like, I, I want my podcast app to have web playback because sometimes I want to finish it up at my desk, you know? That's a nice feature. Yeah, definitely. So uh, maybe the web podcast apps do make some sense. And people have been sending us boosts from the web app. So people are using them. So do you, all the apps are listed at newpodcastapps.com. Uh, but it was really nice of Oscar to take a minute to join me because I, it was just sort of a last minute random idea. Uh, and uh, I did get a little scoop that CarPlay is in the works for Fountain FM. So that is coming soon to Fountain FM. And I think Android Auto as well. Um, that's the nice thing about Fan- Fountain is it's cross-platform. The nice thing about Castomatic, it's iOS only, but it also does things like iCloud Sync, and it'll import from several other podcast apps, and it'll import an OPML feed too, uh, which Fountain does not do. Fountain does not Aww. do. Yeah. Well, I better make a request, huh? Yeah. Actually, Oscar's very open to ideas, and like one of the things they just recently rolled out, which you heard us talking about there at the end, is the comments. So now the pe- people who boost... Uh, and use Fountain, you all can see your comments. So if like, you go look and look, there's like you know a half a dozen or a dozen co- uh, uh, boosted comments in there. So let's kick this thing off. And if you'd like to join me, because these are going to be up on the screen, they're going to be in the Matrix chat. If you're feeling generous and you want to boost along with us, you know, match my boost, go for it. So here's what I'm asking everybody to do. Go either into Fountain or into Castomatic or whatever your new podcast app is. And uh, generate me a lightning invoice. And then Brent's going to keep track of them. Don't, don't paste the graphic because uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not using a phone here. I'm using, a, I'm using a, what's called a personal computer. I'm using a desktop like computer. A, with a mouse and a, yeah. and a keyboard? And I want to highlight the lightning address. And I can tell if it's a lightning address or not. I want to highlight the lightning address. And I want to paste it into my thing. And I want to send you some sats. So if you want to get my sats, I don't want the picture. I want the lightning address. What we're going to do is Brent's going to collect them all and we'll go through and uh, we'll give them away until I'm out. Uh, I got a, I got a few hundred dollars worth of sats that I'm giving away and we'll just keep going. Generate a 2000 or a 1000 either way. I'll pay it. Depends. We'll see how far it goes, but I'm hoping other people might want to generate uh, a few uh, payments from uh, home too. So we'll see. I don't know. Maybe they won't, but remember in some apps, you have to actually have like the podcast up to get that, boost button and get that payment information so it's the best way to do it would be to subscribe to one of our podcasts because they all support lightning 
except for the all shows feed does not yet, but it will. And then you'll get the button and uh, you can then send us a lightning one, put it in the matrix in the JB general chat, give us the text version. So that way Brent can collect it and we'll start sending them out. And while you're getting that figured out, we'll uh, just sort of chat and hang out because we're not in a rush today. That's why we did a live stream and not a show. So you're also, uh, you know, welcome to send us questions, join the mumble room, ask us things there. Looks like people who are having trouble, though, connecting were able to get in. That's kind of what the logic was with that interview, <laughs> was to give everybody a moment to get it all set up. Uh, give it a moment. Give yeah. our server a moment. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to take it slow today. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm reading the feedback coming in. We we got a live boost as, as I'm uh, got live boost as I'm reading this. They're also, you know, the new podcasting apps are working on live streaming, audio live streaming in the podcast app which is really cool. Not there yet, but it's getting there. How you doing, Brent? Are you over there collecting lightning addresses like a madman? There's a lot of stuff coming in. <clears throat> I, I just want to put out there, if I somehow miss your address, please get in contact with me. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. but Let them know. You could always For some reason, him. you don't see any... So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? So I'm seeing them come in, but I know our server, you know, is missing some messages here and there. So I'm going to try my best to get everybody. Yeah. But if for some reason you feel like I might have missed you, just uh, just DM me or something. Not Coats. now. Wait a, wait a few hours. But y- You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send uh, I'm gonna send uh, some sats to Rubicaman right there, or however you say it. I have no idea how they actually say it. But there we go. We now have, I've just well, given away. you the sats, so you think you get to choose how to say it. Oh. Oh. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's great, Wes. Man, I like it. I like the way you think. All right. So then this next one, I'm also going to butcher. I'm going to butcher. This one's, these are rough, guys. These are rough. I'm sending 2,000 sats to Alkerney. That's right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. There I, we I go. I was thinking Al Carney. Al Carney? Yeah, okay. Oh, now this is nice. Look at this. How about this one? Very simple. Very straightforward. I appreciate this. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send some sats to Jody. This is fun. I could do this all day. I'm going to send 2,000 sats to Jody. There you go, Jody. You just got boosted. Now, uh, somebody in there is calling themselves Joe. Hopefully hopefully it's the actual Joe, but it could be somebody trying to get on my good side just calling themselves Joe. But either way, you know what? I'm going to send them 2,000 sats. That's what I'm going to do. Done. Done. Oh, boy, this is a lot of fun. Oh, Okay. This next one makes me think about Prospector Chris. So I like this one too. It's also very pronounceable. The next person that I'm giving away some uh, sats to is uh, Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam, you're going to get 2,000 sats. <laughs> ah! Oh, this is good. I need like uh, I need like a monkey in here clapping or something. I need some kind of, yeah, there you go, everybody. That's a lot of monkeys. That's a lot you of really monkeys. Are the Oprah of crypto nonsense, Chris. <laughs> you get a sat and you get a sat. <laughs> they were under your seat the whole time. <laughs> I like it. All right. You know what I'm going to do? Persistent. Uh, if that's how you say it, probably not. You get 2,000 sats. There you go. There you, Brent, you're doing great. You're doing really good. You're keeping up pretty good. So. We're just keeping an eye on the uh, can't matrix top while, while keying in here. This is uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of action. I love it. Yeah. Great, oh, Brent. good. NorCal Dad's here. NorCal Dad, I'm tempted to come down to California. Tempted. I wish I could do a. I wanted to be able to do a Ohio Linux Fest and scale. 
I don't know about that. Problem with Ohio okay, I is see, so far. Um, I see in the chat, uh, Durban, you, you've sent some, looks like a part of an address, but not the whole thing. So if Uh-oh. you want to send it again, we're looking for lightning addresses. I don't know, maybe that's, it says BC, so that might be a Bitcoin address. So It's totally understandable. The cool thing, the cool thing about the lightning uh, network is that it's actually being routed right to the studio direct. Yeah. Um, and um, so let's send some to NorCal, Dad. Pow! <laughs> NorCal, Dad, gets a thousand sats. Pow! That's awesome. Um, yeah, so get your whole, uh, they're long, and you know they're a lightning address because it starts with LN, and that's how you know. LNB. And uh, if it starts with anything other than that, it's not a lightning address. You know, while we were doing the interview, I, I saw somebody say, oh, I think it was Austin. Austin's, uh, Austin reminded us in the Matrix room that uh, Matrix is the protocol. Matrix is like HTTP, right? Synapse is the server. That's the back end that we use. And Element is the client. So it's like the web browser. That's your Firefox. And um, we just kind of casually say Matrix server. It's, you know, because I think that's just what everybody kind of refers to. You know, I don't know. Our bad, I guess. But so just to make that clear. Uh, there is like a, there's like three layers there. The nice thing is, is that you can have different matrix backends. So, uh, Dendrite is another one that's being developed that solves some of the problems that Synapse has. Uh, you can have different matrix frontends as well. And then you can have applications that plug into the matrix network. Uh, it's, it's nice. All right, let's do some, let's do another SAT giveaway. So I'm going to give GX some SATs. What do you say? Let's give GX, let's give GX a thousand SATs. There you go, GX. Computer guy, computer guy, not to be confused with oh, computer it's a, it's kid. It's a race. I'm, I'm going to boost computer guy right now. Oh, are you boosting too? Oh! I'm, sneak, I'm sneaking in with the boosts. Wes is doing Very some generous nice. boosts. <laughs> nice. Look at you, Wes. Look at you. Some double boosting going on. All right, computer guy gets 2,000 sats. Uh-oh. Hold on. Computer guy it says it doesn't like... Oh, it says, oh, we've already paid that one. Oh, maybe we can only pay one invoice at a time. Oh, that might be so. it. Yeah, that might be it. That might be it. Now, KPVOC already got some, but did he generate a new one? If he generated a new one, Wes, you had to try. Uh, oh, that's just, that might just be dirty. No, no, let him. No, it's fair. It's fair, I think. We just have to be careful. We just got to watch it. I'm like, you know, I remember now because I have to say the names out loud. I'm, I'm memorizing them as I go. And you have them here in the doc, so we can just review them. That's right. We're keeping track of you. We're keeping track. All right. So Linux tweaks. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Linux. Now, is that like tweaks in the sense of like you like to mess with Linux or is that tweaks in the sense of like you're tweaking out while you're messing with Linux? Either way, you're getting a thousand sats. That's right. I, I thought it was like I first read Linux twerks, which is a little different. Yeah. Although probably also interesting. Uh, my new screen name. Excellent. There's probably a YouTuber out there doing that. You know, you can picture the stills already. The stills make themselves for that one. We got 20 people hanging out in the quiet listening right now, getting the low latency. Or 20 maybe total. Oh, geez. Maybe it's Maybe it's not. Maybe it's 16. Blisters. Is that what it is? Are you? Uh-oh. <clears throat> oh, yeah. This is great. Keep keep Good. it coming. I'll just put some, I don't know, therapeutic gloves on or something. Yeah. You know, this. We could, you know, we could have made like a whole millionaire thing out of this. We could have done the whole bit. Playing up like game show music and. Oh, yeah. Seeing, you know. Yeah. It could be like a programmatic millionaire, you know, and then set up to just automatically send payments immediately. You don't have to wait to the end. It's like pays you sats as you go through the level. You know, there's some command line clients. You could probably make that work. You could probably just do it all with a nice bash script. You know what I'm saying? You could probably do yeah. it. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so I'm going to give uh, Friar, Friar Tech. Friar Tech. Oh, Friar Tech. Oh, that's good. Friar. That's good. All right. You're getting a thousand sats. I like that. You got it. All right. So Tim coming in. Tim, you know what? A nice, easy to say. Not going to mess that one up. Username. I can appreciate that. So, boy, I could, you know what I could do? I could send you some sats for that. Thanks, Tim. You're getting a thousand sats. Oh, looks like Wes already got to him. <laughs> it's oh, a race, whoops. Wes. No, it's good. You and I are in a race now. I like it. This is awesome. I mean, it makes the sats go further, right? So this is a good thing. True. All right. So I'm coming in now on, what do you think? Ian? 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 Oh, you already got that one too. You fast little bastard. All right. I'm going for Durbin. See if I can beat West Payne to Durbin. Okay. How are you doing this so fast? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I think I was uh, going from the bottom for a moment. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Great. All right. Well, Durbin, you're getting uh, you're getting uh, you're getting two thousand sats. How about that? Pow. How about that? You like you like them sats? And there you go. Uh oh. <laughs> Moving too fast. Getting... I'm, I'm seeing. Yep. Redisk. Redisk. I think it is. Um, I don't think that's a legit address. If you compare yours to everybody else, I don't know what's going on there. There's no BC before it or anything. So give it another shot. We're looking for a lightning address. I mean, you know what? Uh, Toad rocks boat. You're getting some sats. You're getting some sats. <laughs> there you go. Eric, JB2. Keep rocking that boat. Now, what's with the JB2? What happened to your JB1? Why does it have a number at all? Did the first one have a number? No, that's just smart naming because you never, you know, you got to make breaking changes sometimes. But if the first one didn't have a number, wouldn't this be one? Anyways, you're getting a thousand sats. Pew! However you want to do it, you're it's getting It's implicit sats. zero, Chris, zero. So what are you doing over there? Are you doing strike over there? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Are you doing strike I on am. the computer or are you doing strike on the mobile? Strike on the phone like a madman. Oh, yeah. You know, they do have a Chrome extension. Do they? Okay. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, maybe I should try that. Uh, I'm a T link. Uh, well, Wes got you, so you're good. You got boosted. Boom. So, by the way, if you're listening after the fact, and uh, <laughs> Nev's in there again, uh, if you're listening after the fact and you want to just get yourself some sats the easy way, uh, Strike is a great way to do it if you're in the U.S. And outside the U.S., I really like Blue Wallet. The, it can be a little weird because the thing is, say Blue Wallet, for example, they use MoonPay, and that sounds like a weird name. And because they're regulated, they're going to ask for your ID because that's the law for the U.S. terrorism and money laundering laws. So there is that. Uh, DPG, boom, you're getting 2,000 sats. That's right. Pow. How do you like that? I'm coming for you next, J. Moon, unless Wes gets there first. I'm coming in. It's as fast as the extension can load, you know? Is it fast? Not that fast. But is it yeah, faster so now than Wes's phone? I'm playing with the extension, so that, no, oh, no, you, you got me distracted. Yeah, it syncs up your accounts. All right, J. Moon, guess what? You just got 2,000 sats. From West Payne over there. All right, look at West Payne getting in fast. All right, Friar Tech, you already you already got boosted. He's going again, isn't he? All right, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see if I can beat West to it. Now, now it's a matter of pride. All right, let's see. Can I pre? Can I get there before? Oh, West already got it. <laughs> Damn it, West, you're fast. All right, uh, Fred Warren, I'm coming in for you next. Let's see here. I'm going to boost you. <laughs> I shouldn't say it out Man, loud. My wrists are cramping up. I this should, is great. You're you're doing great, Thanks. Brent. All right, Fred, you just got boosted a thousand oh. sats. There you go. Sage is asking, uh, how do you create an invoice on Fountain? I, you go to the wallet section. Yeah. On the bottom, you go to the wallet section, and then you can um, somehow ask for an invoice. And in I think it's like receive payment or something. Yeah. Well, when you go when you go into the wallet, all the links you need. That's a great. You know what? We should we should probably walk through this real quick. We go into the Fountain app. You go to the wallet section, and then if you do the hamburger menu next to the wallet entry up top. 
you can it'll bring up a little thing where you say add funds and then from there you generate us an invoice and uh it's like you know it it's it suffers from the hamburger menu problem but uh like i said it with my chat with oscar it is stupid surprising how complex a podcast app becomes when you start thinking about every screen and every aspect uh, and especially the stuff they're trying to add with transcript and live streaming and boosts and comments and clips. But being able to edit the clips by text, how cool is that? That is. And I've I've now discovered two separate podcasts that I've listened to that I'd never even heard of before. Um, so that, I like that. I like that. So I, is it slowing down, Brent? Because I still got more sats to give away. People just got to get in that their uh, yeah, it is room. slowing down. I think people are figuring it out. I'm, uh, you know, um, twisting my wrist to try to get them the blood flowing again. Um, so keep it coming. <laughs> good, good, oh, we didn't good. get you backup hands, did we? Oh, hey, guess what? No, we got our own boost. Somebody just sent. Somebody just boosted us uh, from the reverse. You get That's some awesome. sats. Comes in from four twelve <laughs> Linux. Uh, nine minutes ago from Turquoise Fox. Pew! I could ask for some sats, but I'll pew you instead. Let's get this party going. 2,000 sats from uh, Turquoise Fox. Uh, that's great. Thank you. Uh, then five hours ago, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of boosts for Linux Action News this week. So that's nice to see. Uh, user 6485 said, thank you for your diligence on keeping us up to date with Linux adjacent news. I'm not able to boost from the all shows feed. So I switched over here so I could boost you. James Aww. from the East Coast. Yeah, we're going to get that working. We are. Oh, and just look, another boost just came in. Pew! Not even related to the live stream. Uh, we just got from, oh, no, Friar Tech. Friar Tech is listening. So Friar Tech just boosted us from self-hosted 66. Mmm, uh, pie. That's awesome. So, yeah, if you want to try boosting us, you can see if it works. Although the intention wasn't for you to necessarily send it back to us. You can send it to any podcast. Uh, but while you're listening, you'll see in one of these apps, you'll see that the button's there to boost, and that means that podcast is supported. Now, my thought is, I don't. Oh, uh, do we have a new one there? We do. Sage, Sage of Fred Ondo. What I just realized is I could possibly front run. <gasps> That's what you're doing. You're front running me. You're front running Dirty. me in the Matrix. Dirty That's dog. what you're doing. Oh, I'm waiting for the dog, <laughs> and you're the front running me. I see. What Why am I even doing the doc then? No, you're doing great. You're doing great. All right, all right. I'll keep doing. It. It's not. I don't know if it's just me either. I didn't do that one. Oh, okay. Sage, you just got 2,000 sats. There you go. There you go. I see Kelds is in there, too, uh, coming in now. There we go. Sage just got some sats. Very nice. Uh, what was I? Oh, um, here's my thought with these new podcast apps. I don't know if I could say maybe they're as feature complete as something like AntennaPod or, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, Overcast or uh, maybe even PocketCast for some, especially because PocketCast has such a nice web UI. But my thinking is is that if these other podcast apps start seeing people leave before these features, they're going to be compelled to build these features in, and then our favorite apps will get them. Like there's, you know, there's we can ask for them, we can we can vote with our feet. There's like it's you know it's a part of a process. I think. All right, uh, let's see. Let's do. Oh, Optimus Gray coming in. Optimus yeah, Gray right, coming I'll in. I'll let you have that one. Yeah, you know, we should Optimus Gray. You should you do another one. You guys go way back. Optimus should do two. Do two. Optimus. Yeah, true. Do two. All right. Optimus Gray, you're coming in right now. Get ready for some sats in your face, because I am sending you 2,000 sats right now. Pew! And it's great. Is like it happens. They get 
they get the sats before they even hear me tell them on the stream they're getting the sats, right? Because the Lightning Network yeah, it's is pretty great. It's faster than the stream. <laughs> That's great. And f- way faster than our Matrix. <laughs> totally true. Totally true. All right. So, uh, Brent, are you thumbs it up? Though? Oh, I see. Good thinking, Brent. You're on top of this S. That was that was an audience suggestion. Thank you. All right. So I forget who mentioned that, but that was a we, great. Uh, idea. I did that one. You I did put a little. I'm putting a little W there. Oh, I see. All right. So K-pop <laughs> round two, huh? All right. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Round two for KP because uh, you know what? He's he took the time tonight. Here you go. Here's a thousand sats. Uh, I'm a to link. I'm a to link number two. Second round for I'm a to link. Let's get this going here. Let's get some money in these people's pocket. Let's support some content creators. Keep an eye out because this Lightning Wallet, you don't have to just use it for podcasts, too. It's anything on the Lightning Network. Merchants. I'm not sending you $45 in sats, though, my friend. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. But I'm checking these. I'm checking these. Uh, so, you know, the whole idea here is you almost got it, but I'm checking them. True. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, is you can send these to anybody on the Lightning Network. So that's that's not just the podcasters. That's anybody like a developer. uh uh, there's a new app that just launched in the App Store today. It's from the Bitcoin company, if you want to search for it. And hmm. it converts Lightning Sats into gift cards for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different businesses and whatnot. Uh, all right. Cool. So I'm going to send a thousand Sats right now to uh, True Grits. A thousand Sats coming to your face, True Grits. Here we go. Pew! There you go. GX round two. Is that US? Yeah, you getting I'm that? on it. All right. GX, you're getting GX your round two of Sats. Very nice. Very good. All right. <laughs> half a pint. You're going to get some sats. You want some sats, half a pint, you're going to get some damn sats. He wants some sats. He's going to get some sats. That's what I'm going to do right now. I'm sending them over to you. Here we go. 2,000 sats. There you go, half pint. Speculation. Well, I think your is. method is, is telling us the sats. I just get the, uh, the USD amount. Oh, I'm doing the math. I'm oh, doing, you're the, doing math. the math. You're doing I, the math. That's, I, what, that's why it's taking you so long. What's I see, West do? Yeah. I see here there's speculation that uh, Half Pint is Joe Rez uh, stacking some sats over oh, there. Could be. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like yeah. It. He's secretly stacking hey. sats while we do this over there. Hey, Tim is asking. How uh, dare he you? He didn't get How his dare one you kit. accuse me of such <laughs> nonsense? <laughs> uh oh. I think it's true. <laughs> what are you saying, Brent? Uh, Tim says that he hasn't received your 1K that you mentioned, uh, but he says his invoice was for 2K, so he's he's wondering what's going on. Tim, Tim, so let's gotta, see. You gotta let's check go. on Tim. I will check on Tim. Tim, that was a while ago, too. So yeah, you totes my goats. Should have uh, yeah, it. maybe, should we get, is it still in the dock, or yeah, do we I'm going to go, I can check. So the cool thing about the invoice is, I can always just double check that, and of course, he could always just send us another one, too, but let's double see. You're right! Oh, no, it says it has been paid. Uh-oh, Tim, what app are you using? Fountain? Give us another invoice, Tim. Let's give it a go. Let's see it. Let's see if we can't give it a go over there. Uh, in the meantime, I think I'm going to go get Skin 86. I think I'm getting there before you, Wes, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Ah, now that time. you're not, you see, you're not front running me as much now. I'm, I'm beating you now. I see. I see how it is. I see. Oh, shit, Skin. Shit. I'm not going to say how much that is. But there you go. I'm not doing that for any. I'm just. You, wow. Wow. All right. Mac, you want round two? We'll give you round two. Give us now for these round twos. You know, uh, I'm getting, I'm getting. Mac. Okay, Mac, you got. Oh, this is fun. This is, uh, this is like uh, okay, Rube. I think yeah, yep. Rube, this is round two for Rube, but that's cool. <clears throat> Let's do it. 
I'm going to do round two for Rube here. I effing love the Lightning Network. I love this. I love that I can tell if you guys have already paid. I love how fast it is. Pow, there you go, Rube. There you go. Enjoy that. Oh, okay. Uh, so John Tux, or Jonathan Tux, it was at uh, Joan Tux. How would you say that? Am I, why, why is that screwing with me so much? I'd say Johan Tux. Ah, that's, that's just, that's just crazy. Is. No, I like Johan. That's what we're going with, remember? Johan, 2,000 sats for your face, my friend. What if you don't Nev, want them in your face? How many times is Nev going to invoice no, Nev us? says he hasn't actually gotten them. He says I uh, still haven't gotten any sats, and he included that address. So maybe mm. it's uh, a previous mm. address. I'll, I'll yeah, try. I'll, yeah, give that, it a, that's your that's your territory. Give it all boosteroo there, Wes. Let's see. Pew! Oh, we just got fifty sats from uh, KP Vok. Kvok. It's first boost from my favorite podcast. May it never go away again. Coda Radio. There you go. Thank you, sir. Oh. Thank you. That's nice. That's nice. Well, okay. Wow. Look at that. So now here's what here's the thing is uh, hang out in our matrix, chat with us. You know, don't be a stranger. Because you're gonna have you're gonna have this now. All right, Friar Tech, you ready for round two? You ready? What do you say? I feel like I I still again this is such an opportunity for like a millionaire theme, but you know it'd be it'd be a lot because we're sending a lot of sats out. I'm already pewing a lot. All right, two thousand sats for round two. That's a and, that's a total of four thousand sats for Friar Tech. And then we already determined the term was Satoshinaire. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is Satoshinaire. Uh, I'm a Talink again with this. Come on. I got that. Boom, boosted. Oh, okay, all right. All right, Wes is going for it. Wes is going for it. Very nice, Wes. It's for people who like to mess with computers. That's us. All right, Droz. Going for What do you think? Oh, no, Dr. Zoe. That's Dr. Zoe for sure. I'm sorry. I just spot read. Could be Zoe, but who's counting? Could be. Could be Dr. Zoe, too. I'm a spot reader, so I, I just suck at this kind of stuff. But you're getting 2,000 sats. So that probably makes it better, right? There you go. 2,000 sats for you. Well, I um, I thought maybe Linus Torvalds would stop by tonight, you know? I mean, I don't know. I just thought maybe. Seems like a long You send time. him an invite for every one of the streams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yosemite Sam, because I liked your nick so much, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you some more sats. How do you like that? I just like that damn username. I think it's easy. So it was the first easy username of the night. So you're getting 2,000 more sats. You're just Here you so, go. so desperate for an easy username. <laughs> I'm going to incentivize easy usernames. <laughs> That's now, what, what it's come they, to. What if the username includes its own phonetic pronunciation? Can it be more difficult then? Uh, so Bearded Tech did that with his GitHub. If you go right. to Fever, if yeah. you go to his Fever site, he he does the phonetic pronunciation in the GitHub. Thinking about the podcasters are going to have to try to say it, you know. It was Gotta great. I appreciate that. It was like one of the first times I've ever opened it up and I was like, oh, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. So, yeah. Um, all right. We got, uh, I think we're winding down, so these last few minutes, and then I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh-oh, one more. Toad Rocks the Boat for number two. For Toad Rocks the Boat. Going to bring it in for uh, some sats for Mr. Rocks the Boat over there. Misses Could be a missus, actually. They are going to get a 1,000 sats. Here you go, Toad. Pew! Enjoy. Enjoy. I see persistence coming back to the well again. Very good, very good. Excellent. Bring it in. Bring it in. We'll let Brent. We'll let Brent catch up. Sorry, I was trying to. Someone. Someone mentioned IRC. I switched over there to look. Didn't see an address. You're doing great. So. No, people. Are, people have been really awesome about being able to get in the matrix. It's not the easiest thing. We have the best audience. They are so great about that kind of stuff. 
Uh, you know, yep. part of it too, it's like, I think you guys get that, uh, you know, if we don't use this stuff, who is going to use this stuff? Right. <laughs> like if we can't make it work, nobody can. Right. Because like we are the early adopters. We are the people that love open source software and all that kind of stuff. All right. Persistent. I'm going to send you uh, some more sats. What do you say? Cause you've been so persistent. <sighs> I'm sorry. So you're getting 2000 sats for putting up with my bad joke. Oh, Wes already got it. Pew! <laughs> oh, you got oh did I? Oh, maybe not. It says it's already paid. Okay, well, Somebody I can't argue it. with the Lightning Network. Somebody paid it. I mean, I'll try again, but it did say, here, maybe if I hit this button that says send all of my sats, maybe then it'll go. Yeah, nope, it says it got paid. Maybe they need to, maybe they need to generate another invoice. Mm. Another invoice. Hey, Nev finally got some. Good. I was worried about that. Good. Man. Bearded Tech taking the extra time tonight to stop by, so Bearded Tech's going to get some sats. Coming your way in your face, Beard. Stand by. And great work on Fever, by the way. Here's a thousand sats. Pew! There you go. Well, thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Was that was that your phone buzzing, getting the sats right there? <laughs> That's great. Uh, VBO, how about some sats? Good. I'm glad you got oh, in here. The Botnik. Oh, Wes, you ought to take a shot at more of these. That was good. All right. Pew! There you go. A thousand sats for your face. Pew, pew! Sage is asking, uh, who do we recommend uh, that is a good other podcast that's participating in the Lightning Network that they can send sats to? So, uh... I mean, you know, each one of these apps actually will let you. uh, So this this is another advantage to podcasts getting on board with this is the podcast apps that support the boosts and the value for value in their discover areas are featuring the value for value podcast sections. So a lot of them have like podcasts that are on lightning or podcasts that support value value and it's a much shorter list so a lot of them just have it all built in i would check that out um and of course you can go to podcast the podcast index too and you can search over there as well as well oh guess what guys we just got a boost this one came in from user 4007 using fountain next os on my desktop my laptop and i'm now working on deploying it on my server nicely done the laptop huh all right, I'm getting present again. All right, you're going to get persistent. Very good. Yep. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I got it. Xamarin's a Marion. Who knows, right? You can't. Who you can't, knows? You can't tell these things. You can't. Now, how do you say the uh, open source NVIDIA driver? Uh, the Navu driver? The Navu driver? The. the <laughs> Perfect. Barely works, I think, is how I say it. I think that's how I say it. Navu. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's what we need. Joe. We need a record recording of that just on the sound. No, we just need Joe on mumble for for these things. Really, let's be honest. He can just mm, pronounce true. them. All right. So Linux Tweaks is going to top off. And I think that's a good idea. Who doesn't want to top off? Let's top Linux Tweaks off. There you go. Here we go. Here we go. Going to send you some sats, Linux Tweets. Thank you for joining us today. There you go. You're going to get some damn sats. There you go. Just topped them off. Rounded them up to 2,000 bucks right there. 2,000 sats. <laughs> maybe maybe 2,000 bucks one day. Hey, you do have at least one kernel. To well, that's awesome. Thank you for being here. Hello. Nice you know, time. it might sound insane, but I, I, I think I would I really want my app that I'm using to make the pew noise every time. It like uh, feels a little empty without it. A couple of them do confetti and stuff like that. A couple of them do kind of like, uh, you know, really do turn it up. Oh, we just got another boost. Pew! Another boost came back into us. 500 sats from Rubicon Man. Rubik, Rubik, Rubik Man? Love the show, guys. Keep it up. Sent from Linux Unplugged 451. Well, thank you. 
How you doing over there, Brent? You holding up? Hey, that was our first set receiver of the day, too. Nice. I'm in the flow. Don't bother me while I'm in the flow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. You're right. You're right. right. No, you're right. Right, right. All right. I think you know what we should do. I think think it's time for the last round. So I'm going to get DPG for the second time. Because nice, simple username again. I think that always deserves some sats. You're going to get Skinner? All right, Skinnix. All right, that's uh, we're gonna send out uh, thousand sats to DPG. Skidex, you're getting some sats from Wes. There you go. Sats coming your way. Hey, Prescient says he's gonna set up an umbral server. He's excited to work with soon. So oh, that's this great. is an intro to that. Neat. Uh, all right, and Nev, I think you know what. All right, Brent, tell you what. You you tell us when you want to pick the last one. I think we're there though. I think we're real close. Because I've seen a lot of number uh, round twos and stuff now, so I feel like... Uh, True Grits just came in, and he was looking to double dip, so I think right. that's a good All place right, to go. All right, let's do that. All right. Boom. Let's do a little double dip there, a little dirty double dip. <laughs> and, uh, Nev, I'm going to also give you some there. There you go. Enjoy that. Uh, here's what I'm thinking, is uh, if somebody's listening to this after the fact, or they couldn't get it set up today because of some technical challenge, let me know on Sunday. We could do a few more giveaways during the, the uh, Linux Unplugged stream after the show. And I think that would probably, you know, maybe we'll, we can catch a few people that either couldn't make it tonight because it's a work night or it's a weird hour or whatever. Literally midnight. Yeah. So we'll do this. Uh, we do Linux Unplugged. We'll do this again for a few at least uh, on Sunday. And that starts at noon Pacific. But remember, you can always get it converted to your local time at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. Did you get True Grits there, Wes? I sure did. There you go, True Grits. There you have it. Someone mentioned that logic uh, didn't get any. I don't. I'm not sure. So I mm. think uh, hmm. someone's helping out, trying to get it to me. So we'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. You keep me posted on that because we do have a couple of uh, questions. We do want to do a little uh, AMA stuff before we get out of here. We don't have a ton of these, but we do have some. So Wes, keep an eye on there, and Brent, keep an eye on there. Let me know if there's any. Wow, we gave a lot. That's a lot. Damn. We destroyed our duck. That's great. Yeah. No, that's great. Okay. So um, I just do, I do want to I just want to address one thing, and that is I know some people probably nobody listening to this stream have enjoyed the crypto content as it's been called. I don't really consider it that. I the boosts are new, right? So we've been talking about it a lot right now because the boost just kind of became a thing. Podcasting 2.0 is just becoming a thing. The podcast in- industry is getting crushed. Like all those things are happening at once. So it's been a real trendy topic in the show. So we do have some people that have some questions about that. So I wanted to get to a couple of those. Number one came in, this has been asked a few times, is uh, if you are a member of the Jupiter Party subscription or any of the individual show subscriptions, the boost options don't show up for our members um, because those are custom feeds for each member that's generated by a back-end service and they don't support inserting the value-for-value tag. Now, uh, I didn't really expect people who were members would would then want to turn around and boost a bunch, but it has definitely become a thing. So it's something we're thinking about. Uh, we are definitely thinking about ways to accommodate that, but it's not immediately addressable. It probably <laughs> involves something uh, big on the back end to change. Uh, there was also a question about Linux Boost apps. That's probably best done with web apps. Um, we're also looking at ways to like embed links in the web pages and the websites or something like that. Uh, there are some command line alternatives too if you want to get real nerdy about it. We do get... We do get a handful of boosts on the regular 
from people that are using a command line boost client, boost CLI. And you can go grab boost CLI on GitHub. And uh, then you don't need a podcast app or anything. You just send it from the command line. And then we'll try to connection, your bash terminal. Good to go. Put it in in your Gwake dropdown terminal, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Does that mean the wallet is a CLI app too? I guess so. Got to play with that. I guess so. Yeah, I guess it must generate an address that you just send the lightning sats to. Probably should play with it. And then, okay, so I found Logic's uh, invoice, and uh, Lord of Bytes snuck one in there. So okay, I don't know if you are guys the, got around to are that, are they at the bottom of the dock there? Oh yeah, the very bottom. Scroll, 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 pew, pew, All right, you get uh, you get Lord of Bytes there, Wes. What do you say? And I'll get Logic. I'm on it. Poo, yep. poo, poo, poo. All right, all right, Logic. We're gonna send you some damn sats and Lord of Bytes. You're gonna get some sats. Okay, here. Oh, 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 lot. Uh, all right, here you go. Pew! Not going to say how much that was. <laughs> and Lord of Bites, your sats. Pew! There you go. Pryor also mentioned that he, he stayed late at work to participate in this and that Aww. someone should call his wife to <laughs> if, if she has a wallet, you know, if she's got a lightning wallet, we yeah. can send her some sats to try yeah. to make up. Totally, right? By the way, uh, I really like if you just want to, if you want a lightning wallet that isn't a podcast app, uh, Blue Wallet is a great what app. A sentence that is. I know, right? It's a funny thing, but it's going to become more and more of a thing. Uh, so we're also working on getting the value for value tag added to the All Shows feed. So that'll be coming soon because people are bailing off the All Shows feed to subscribe to the individual show feed. So that way they can boost us. That's not necessarily what we want. So we're going to be working on that soon. Um, and yes, and then the idea is to really not really talk about it as much in the shows anymore. That's just something that's just sort of been organically happening as boosts have been new. Um, and Here's the tricky we thing. We get excited about it and play with it. True, true. And there is there is genuinely, as you can tell from tonight, there is genuine interest in the audience because the goal here, right, is to create another leg for the podcast industry so we can remain independent. And the and when you have this issue of centralization that's crushing us, and then something that comes along that is peer to peer and completely decentralized and completely self hostable and completely free software. How could I, if if I genuinely felt after 15 years that my industry was facing an existential crisis, how could I not talk about it? So there's there's a little bit of that too. That does play a factor. But I think we're going to just transition now into this is just sort of a standard practice. We're going to try to feature the most compelling boosts in the shows as a thank you, as a you know return of value for there. And you know, the other thing to really consider here is. There's other ways to participate, and it's for all podcasts that you really love that demonstrate value that, that is not necessarily sats. Um, you know, like Minimech shows up at all kinds of different crazy hours to help us manage the mumble room and help people check their microphones. And that makes a huge difference for our mumble room and for how it, how it runs oh. and the quality of what we get on air. It's huge, no right? No kidding. That's, that's more valuable than sats. Um, it's different ways of doing things. And it's, so the, the whole idea, it's talent, time, and, or treasure. And for a lot of us who are busy, the treasure is the most reasonable and quickest accessible way. And so when you say, well, okay, well, why sats over, say, just, you know, some fiat by, you know, becoming a member or some other kind of thing, to that, I would say it really depends on what you are the most comfortable with. Whatever you prefer, we're great with. What we like about the Lightning Network and sats is that, A, it can be less than a dollar if you choose. That wouldn't be viable with any financial system, any bank system that JB could could work with. The fees alone would be more than that $1, right? 
So it it, it kind of needs to be like three bucks or five bucks or twenty bucks, right? Because there's a chunk that the, all all the people, Stripe takes or whoever it is, the bank takes, Visa takes, everybody gets a cut with that. But with the Lightning Network, it's stupid low fees, especially people participating in the Podcast Index Network. The channel fees are really low, so people can send us a few cents, or people can send us fifty bucks. And that 50 bucks is something that we would probably sit on because I'm not really intending to spend any of this Bitcoin. And we would sit on there and use that as an asset that adds value to not only our balance sheet, but is potentially going to grow in value over time. So your $50 that you sent us maybe today could be worth $100 in a year or two. And okay, yeah, you lost out on 50 bucks plus the gains, but also your one-time $50 donation continued to work for multiple years for the podcast network that you like. And so there's multiple motivations. It could be for really cheap reasons. It can be for like strategic investment reasons, but it doesn't have to be sats. It could be time. It could be talent. It could also be memberships. It could be using our sponsors. It could be sharing our shows with people. Yes. All of that stuff. So, and I think that's where we're going to kind of move the conversation in the future. So I appreciate everybody's patience as we got this. Um, I boosted about Nick's OS. Oh, okay. That was your boost. So for the record, Nev's boost about Nick's OS on the laptop, desktop, and now on the servers. That was Nev. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Keep us posted on how that goes, because I am thinking it could make some nice workstation-type machines. Uh, we had a tax question in here, so let's talk about that really quick, because this is something that doesn't come up a lot, and I think this is something everybody needs to think about. So... Uh, As you know, we are tax experts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is 100% always financial advice, and you should do everything that I say, and I am a tax... No, I'm not. That's no, why we not. turn to our Canadian friend, Brent, with an expert in our American tax system. Right. Yeah, my advice is seek advice. <laughs> nice, dude. Okay, so the tax implications. So uh, Bitcoin is... an It's a property. It's, it's, it's considered by the... Now, this is going to be different everywhere you're at, but it's considered by the IRS property. So there is uh, implications if you buy Bitcoin and then you sit on that Bitcoin and that Bitcoin goes up in value. Uh, you you have some tax ramifications there, just like if you bought uh, anything else that's an asset that goes up in value. Now, I think that exposure is pretty low when it's a couple of bucks and then you spend it immediately. So there's that. Now, I don't know for sure, but I think that means it's pretty much an, a, a pretty low exposure because you're selling it and buying at exactly the same price. Um, so there's a whole range of questions and answers that we're all going to start getting over the next couple of years about this. Literally every major Western government is working on regulations and figuring out tax policies right now. So this is all getting sorted out. We are definitely early adopters in this area. But as somebody who has been experimenting with this for about 12 years, I, what I have found is it's basically quite simple. You hold the Bitcoin, and if you're going to spend the Bitcoin, you buy and spend the Bitcoin kind of immediately. And that's kind of where I think Lightning's sort of great, because you can, with Strike, for example, you could buy it with USD right away. It immediately on the back end converts it to Lightning, so it's exactly at the moment of sale, and it's sent off as Lightning, and it's done. So they convert it instantaneously. And I think that is probably what is going to be adopted going forward. Then additionally, in ter- and when I say adopted, I mean like that kind of instant buy and spend where you're not sitting on the Bitcoin for a year before you spend it. So there wasn't like a gain there. I think that's going to become more common. But then the other thing that's also going to possibly develop 
We don't know what the dollar amount's going to be yet. But again, this is U.S. specific because that's the jurisdiction I know, is there's presently uh, a bill in the Senate that would eliminate all capital gains tax on $600 or below. Any transaction, $600 or below. Interesting. The, the number, the, do, the dollar amount is going to get screwed with. I would not be surprised if they cut it in half. So it's like $300 or something like that. But that is also something that's being, there's a, if there's, and the nice thing about that bill is there's, it seems to be, I'd have to double check, but it seems to be there's bipartisan support behind that one. So, uh, and, and, and last but not least, uh, you could also, if you're just, if you're not comfortable with that aspect, you, you could always just join a membership program like Jupiter.party and you get access to that stuff. Ultimately, ultimately, I want to get access to this kind of stuff. I want to try to figure out a system that's really integrated, but it's all new. It's all early. It's sort of like a year ago with Matrix. We weren't really sure if this was a wild science experiment or if this was the future of how we're going to do communication. And now we're starting to lean towards the latter. And with a boost in value for value, I'm starting to really think, okay, how do I want this to work for the next 15 years? So I'm beginning a 15-year journey now. You're all witnessing the beginning of the next 15 years of JB. It's something I think about a lot recently. I think in part just because I hit 40 and in part because we kind of hit like the two-year mark of being independent and also because the ad industry is changing and also because the whole macro economy is a, a total shit show. So all of these things really are on my mind, and I can see a lot of similarities here. Bitcoin and the Lightning Network are about at 1997 right now. That's where they're at. You know, you're on AOL or CompuServe or whatever, and you're getting connected to old chat rooms. That's where we're at right now with Bitcoin. And if you actually overlay the Bitcoin adoption chart with the internet adoption chart, it's incredible how they sync up. Only Bitcoin has the advantage of the entire network is already there. TCP IP is already in every home and every business. The internet didn't have that advantage. It had to build that out. So it's going to go even faster. But we're about at 1997. And we're starting to get things like Strike. We're starting to get things like the Cash App. We're going to start seeing Apple Pay support and things like Strike. Going to get easier and easier as time goes on. But we're still in that early adopter phase right now. And so that's why I'm getting on board. Because I was an early adopter on Linux. You know, I, I spent so much of my career advocating and convincing people that Linux and free software wasn't a scam. And I regret in some ways that I got out of the industry before I got to enjoy just it being the default and, and assumed. I never stuck around long enough to see that because I switched over to podcasting full-time. But when I switched over to podcasting full-time, that was also really new, right? It was really not something that anybody in our space was doing full-time. Not really any podcasters were doing it full-time when I started doing it. Maybe Leo Laporte by then, maybe. Um. Maybe Adam Curry, I would assume. I mean, like just a handful of folks, right? It was really early. And my, I, 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 think, I think some of my very close family members still don't understand what I'm doing. And they think I'm crazy. They think I'm ridiculous, <laughs> right? It's just sort of been that way. And I think there's some of our, I think some of our audience or some of our audience out there that kind of has a little bit of an early adopter streak in them. Not all of mm -hmm. them, but I think some, right? And it's fun. It's fun to help pioneer some of this stuff. 
Yeah, you get to be on the ground floor to see what things work. And obviously not everything does, right? The the latest new open source tech project that is really excited for two years and then the founders move on or the project gets bought or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's going to be totally the same in, in a lot of the spaces that we yeah. get excited about with technology. Yep. Yeah, we're going to watch sort of a dot-com boom and bust kind of all over again. That's pretty neat. And so now hopefully you've been armed. Um, so we have a couple that haven't been that haven't gotten their Bitcoins, it looks like. people. A couple people didn't get their sats. So we'll make good on those, and I think we're going to wrap it up. So, Brent, where are those ones? Are they at the bottom of the dock? Yeah, I kind of separated where you guys sort of stopped talking about them okay. uh, at the late boost, it says. Um, so a few a few folks there we've sent some to already, but a few folks are new. So Late boost? Jupiter? How do you say that one, do you think, Brent? Jupiter Barrera? Barrera, yeah. I, I mean, Please. that's... That's, I mean, that's a great name. That's that's rad. That's really yep, rad. Yep. Mm, All right. And Tuck's getting an error with Fountain. Interesting. I haven't seen that one. Now, Barrera, I'm saying, Wes, did you already get Barrera? Because Barrera's already been Gat. I don't know. I, I've gotten a couple, but I, that, that name doesn't look familiar. Now, Elliot, what client is Elliot using? Because look how Elliot's address is formatted differently than everybody else's. You seeing that? Just slightly different. It's all uppercase. Huh. wonder what client that is. Elliot, do you uh, do you want to share with the class? You're getting a, you're getting a boost though. There you go. I I also noticed that some addresses are longer than others, so I'm curious about how that all works. Hmm. Hmm. Should we give Tim some umbral love? What do you say? Give Tim. it a shot. I might have got that one. You might have. All right. I'll see. I'll see. I'll check. I'll check. Because if you didn't, I'll get it. Because that's a nice thing. Is it'll tell me if you got it. Nope. Two thousand sets going to you, Tim. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I've lost track of how many times some of these people. We're not even in the double dip territory anymore, I don't think. Oh, unable to find the payment route. Okay, so so if you just got your Umbral box set up, you probably need to open up some inbound channels. What an adventure you're about to go under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. We had fun we with this that. Was eh? Early adopter stuff. So what you want is there are a couple of different places where you can give them like some some Bitcoin dust, basically, and they'll open up an inbound channel to you. <laughs> That's what you need. Uh, you need an inbound channel because it's a it is a peer to peer network. Now there are tools in Umbral. If I've never done this. But if you want to, there is an app you can install in Umbral that lets you bid on channels. And you can buy and sell channel access. And it's wow. a little way to make a little extra money on the side. But I figure uh, I don't need to mess with any of that. So, all right, okay, what guys. What channels did you get connected to, Chris? I know there's, well, Podcasting 2.0, right? Was one yep. Of them. And uh, I also, I took advantage of, like, uh, send, us, send us, like, a cup, a little dust, and we'll open up a channel to you. And then some listeners, and I have opened up some channels. So I think I got like six channels now to the, to our six or seven channels that come into our node now, like a boss. And I if I if I was really thinking ahead, I probably would be posting our node address more so we could have more channels, because the more channels you're connected to, the different routes the Lightning Network can find, and it'll you know always try to find the most efficient route, and uh, then it's you know all set up and ready to go. It's a cool thing. It's a pretty neat thing. It is complicated, but it is also a lot of fun. Uh oh. We got one more boost before we get out of here. What? Secret last boost? Oh, we got two. We just got another boost, too, just as I... Uh, so uh, a couple of minutes ago from uh, Sir Lurks a Lot, I guess, from uh, Self-Hosted 67, the No Container Theory episode. This is my first boost, Tim from the AMA. Thanks. Well, there you go, Tim. You're welcome. And then uh, that's, John... That's John, the best username so far, I think. Jonah Tux. 
I think is what we went with. Jonah Tux uh, just boosted us 500 sats for the next OS challenge. Uh, and then uh, Turquoise Fox just sent one in. Uh, says, I managed to send you two payments with the same question. So enjoy the extra sats. And then I think, uh, I'm not sure if Bitcoin Social is actually watching live. I think he just sent us a boost for Coder. Maybe he's watching live. But uh, he says, Chris Rock can say whatever he wants. I have no idea what he's referring to. No, no idea. Uh, and then, oh, we got a question that came in via boost. I'm sorry, guys. I We just got another one. Uh, so Turquoise Fox, Fox wants to know if the Jupiter, Jupiter membership will ever be available via SATs. Uh, because I don't like the credit card requirement. Yeah, that is probably something we're going to work mm. on eventually. That's uh-huh. a great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, it's something I definitely want to get done. Pew! 500 sats just came in from user 780-0664281130070. Love the show <laughs> and all you do for the community. This is a great way to get us on the network. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I will totally uh, plug Bitcoin Dad Pod. It's uh, what's I'm doing a uh, weekly Bitcoin podcast with the Bitcoin Dad, so you can get that at BitcoinDadPod.Fireside.FM. Toad Rocks just boosted us. Said thanks for the content, the challenge, and the channel. Awesome! Another boost Pew. just came in. Wow, you guys love the show. Thank you, thank you. All right, we got to wrap it up though. Uh, but yeah, keep We're sending them boosts. Hooked on the boosts. Yeah, keep can, boosting. Can you send some to? Uh... Can you send a little love to Mac? I think he just finally got sure. that set up. So. Totally. Good. 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 Good job, Mac. I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to take our time with this because I know some of this is a bit of a process. And kind of being here with you guys while we do this gives us an idea of where the sticky spots are. <laughs> so yeah, there you go, Mac. You just got some sats. Thank you for making it work. Well, maybe, maybe it's trying. Unable to find the payment route. So Mac, you might be on it. So you could tell who's on a self-hosted instance. <laughs> Because it's not working. <laughs> yep. I'll try again, but it, it may not work, Mac. It, you may need some inbound liquidity. Or you may need to set it up in a... Uh, it could also be, oh, you know, I wonder if we just used up the inbound liquidity for LNPay, that which Fountain uses. I, I wonder if we just... <laughs> yeah. We might have just... Because we've been, we've been going for a while sending a lot of sats. So um, that could totally be a thing, which is... Oh, that's okay. We're going to do this again on Sunday, Mac. So if you'd like to stop by on Sunday, remind me, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. And that's true for anybody, because it looks like we've literally... Oh, yeah, same here, huh? Yeah, we've worn out our welcome. We have worn out our welcome on that one. <laughs> Just in time, eh? Yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, i got to say, um, I want to do a shout-out to Elliot. He says he's paying some sats for other people, so... Oh, thanks, that, Elliot. You that know, other, is pretty great. The other great. thing I was going to say, too, is that sometimes other people could get the route, depending on your channels and all of that. Um, something that I'll probably learn more about as it becomes more serious, but you can also be strategic about your channels. There's some people who, uh, also are like really, really clever about who they open up channels to and how they set the fees. Uh, the Kraken exchange just started accepting lightning as a way to get Bitcoin on and off Kraken. Is that right? And that That seems like one of the bigger things, you know, like the more places that really integrate into this, you know, the more liquidity in the system, that that's when it could really get, you know, from like... Something we have to play, kind of play around with as as half toy to something that's really just useful. I think they put like thirteen Bitcoin of liquidity on there too. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, there's some people though. They're like connecting their channels and they're like cranking up the fees, but all that mm-hmm. will get sorted out, you know, because it's early days. So 
All right. Well, thank you guys for being here to help us kick off the next 15 years. Don't forget, if you'd like to do more of this, one way to definitely make this possible is by thanking Linode by visiting linode.com slash Jupiter. You get $100 credit on a new account. And it's a way to say thanks for supporting the live stream because they're kind of taking a gamble on this sort of thing. So it's always appreciated. And uh, join us on Sunday where we'll do this and some Linux Unplugged. Maybe that Linux podcast too. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you, Mumble Room. Thank you, Mumble Room. Thank you, Chat Room. Come hang out in the other Matrix rooms. If you just joined the Matrix, don't forget, we got a bunch of other channels in there. All kinds of stuff, including the Nix Nerds room for our Nix challenge. That's in there as well. So love to see you in there. All right. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Let's do it again soon. 